freshman of the year, SEC That's freshman crazy. of the year. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The most dominating league in all of high, or college gymnastics. That's insane. I'm, I'm Maddie. I'm Z. Ajani. It, 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 it girls. Maddie Perez with Ajani Teeler. I'm lit girl. Podcast with a couple it girls. Yes, Hey y'all, that's Brez and I'm Z and welcome to the It Girls podcast where we're bringing you the stories of winning women. And we've had the privilege of winning about four SC championships and a national championship, but along the way we've learned that every winner has a story and today we're really excited to bring Kaya Johnson's story to you. So this week's It Girl is Kaya Johnson. Thank you, Kaya. And we would like to thank Mercury, who is the sponsor of this podcast. Um, They're our guys and they're helping us make this happen. So they're the best. Kaya! Thank you so much. I feel like we've been, Z and I have been talking about this episode for weeks now. We're like, we just got to make it happen. So uh, a few days before Christmas is when we're filming this, but we just really wanted to hear about your story, hear about, you know, the impact you've made both from at home and then at LSU and just the number of girls you've impacted is obviously probably ginormous. And so first of all, tell us about yourself. Tell us where you're from. Obviously we know you're from Dallas. Z's like mm-hmm. the biggest <laughs> Dallas fanatic of all Geeking time. over that. <laughs> so, uh, tell us all about yourself growing up, what it was like, your family, everything. Um, uh, well, first of all, thank you guys. I've been just as excited about this too. So I'm happy that we're finally doing it. Um, but yes, I'm from Dallas. Um, I grew up in DeSoto, which is like a little South of Dallas. And then I had to move to Capel, like the complete opposite side of yeah. Dallas, North of Dallas, um, for gymnastics. But I have done gymnastics my entire life. I did some other sports growing up, and then I decided to stick with gym. I feel like that was the one that I was best at, but I played basketball, I played soccer. So I love sports, and like I want to stay in the sport world like even after school. But yeah, I grew up in Dallas. I went to Coppell High School. I graduated a year early from high school. Oh. Got to LSU as like a 17-year-old Um but it's been the best experience. Like I've loved it so much. And now I'm a senior. It's gone by way too fast. Time flies. <laughs> yeah. I'm from, yeah. I'm from Grand Prairie. So I'm very familiar with the DeSoto area. And that's gotcha. like a big switch, like in all areas from DeSoto to Capel. So how yeah. was that in terms of especially gymnastics? Well, so um, in like middle school, like elementary into middle school, I did school at the gym. If that it's makes wild. any sense. Wild. Yeah. We were listening so we to one like, of your podcasts and you were, yeah, okay, you're probably going to explain. Yeah, wild. Oh, yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, we had classrooms in our gym facility and there was, like, three certified teachers and stuff like that. So we moved to Capel, but I really didn't do anything except for being in the gym all day. Like, we had practice in the morning, school at, like, 12, and then practice after. So I didn't really, like, the change wasn't too bad because the only thing that I was really doing was school and gymnastics, but... It was definitely a, a switch because going from like the south side of Dallas yeah. to the north, it was a little bit different. But I mean, I enjoyed it. And then I got to go to Coppell High School, which was fun. So it's cool. You know, we were also talking about before the podcast, like typically when athletes get to college, it's like a root of awakening in terms of like the schedule and everything else. It's probably is it the opposite for you all? Like you go from basically training, like training in school, like 12 hours a day to now you'll right. get back for four hours, which like to a normal person is still so much, but it's just not, you know, right. it's not the capacity of high school. Is that kind of how it is for gymnastics athletes? 
Yeah, I don't want to speak for everybody, but for me right. personally, yeah, we have like our schedule is a little bit easier, I would say, than it was when we were younger. So it's not too bad, but there's also like a lot of different things that come with college for gymnastics sure. that makes it um, obviously harder than like club gymnastics. Yeah. And as far as I know, there's not high school gymnastics in Dallas. And so that's probably very normal for a lot of girls around here. Mm-hmm. Like there is high school gymnastics, but it's not like at the same level. Right. So there's club gymnastics, which is like kind of the main way you get recruited and stuff. Some schools, right. like some random schools in Dallas, I think have gymnastics, but it's not like super duper competitive. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh. And Z, I know you talked about when we were talking about this, it's so different than all the other sports in Dallas, right? Like all the other sports, like high school sports are, are everything and more. So I don't know. I always, that, Z. Yeah. I always tell her like, everyone's like Dallas has the best football players. Dallas has the best basketball players. Even like volleyball, we like some of the best players come out of this area. And I'm always like, yeah, we just produce, we're just different. We just produce different level athletes. And then it's weird because right. I mean, you're obviously from <laughs> Dallas and you're a high level athlete, but you don't hear about gymnastics in high school very often. So it's really cool right. to have you on here and just talk to you about that. Thank you. And then I was just going to say, like, I feel like in the gymnastics world, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Like the gymnastics world is small, but some of the biggest like gyms, club gyms are in Dallas. So Texas, so te- Texas Dream, is that where you were at? Yeah. And Capel. And who all came out of that, that, you know, were successful gymnasts? So first of all, the owner and my coach was Kim Zemeskel. Okay. She was like the first, I don't want to get this wrong, but I think she was the first. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> right. I think she was the first woman to ever win worlds wow. for the U.S. Yeah. And then they've had Reagan Smith. She's yeah. an Oklahoma gymnast yeah. right now. She was my teammate. She's at OU right now. She went to the Olympic trials. Yeah. In 2016, I think. And they've there's been like a lot of elite gymnasts. There's a good amount of us in college and the SEC especially. Awesome. So a I lot of good so gymnasts hard. coming out of Texas Dreams. Yeah. Cool. I think it's really cool that you just said teammate because to like the normal people, I gymnastics is a very like a lone sport. Although like your score culminates to be like a team thing. Like it's really right. cool to say teammate. And so how does like encouraging and being a teammate going into gymnastics like that? It's not the same as volleyball um, for us where everything we do is correlated to someone else. Right. Um, I think it's a little bit different as you get older and as you get into college, like as a club gymnast, it is a little bit more individual, like you train together, but you know, your scores are separate and you're literally competing for yourself. But going into college is where it starts to change and you're competing for a school and like a team. And yeah, you're the only person on the event. So technically you're like doing it alone. You know, everybody's trying to get the best score for the team. So we encourage each other a lot. Um, It's, it's, a little scary being up there in front of all those people. Like we all understand. Um, so we try and encourage each other and just motivate each other. Um, like whoever's competing, like always have their back just cause you know, we're all, we all want the same thing and we all right. want to win. So right. it doesn't matter who's doing it. We just all want to help each other. I think that's like one of the coolest things when we go to gymnastics meets at Kentucky is just like the level of camaraderie is wild. Mm-hmm. Like you guys have yeah. like <laughs> take no, you know, no craps for celebrating. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, okay. Question for you. So you tore your Achilles, correct? I did. And you were like 16. Is that right? 17? I was, no, I was 14. 14. I was a freshman in, in high school. Yeah. Okay. So talk us through that. Obviously like my boyfriend just tore his ACL a few weeks ago and like he's mm-hmm. down for the count right now. And 
I just can't imagine doing that at 14. Like that's such a transformative time in your life trying to figure out, you know, I know honestly, 14 year old as a gymnast, like your aspirations are probably even higher too. And so talk us through that. Like what, what was that, uh, you know, recovery, like mentally, physically, all the above. So, yeah, I was pretty young. Um, my doctor even said like, I was the youngest patient he'd ever had for an Achilles tear like that. So I know it was pretty crazy, but I did it on a floor tumbling pass randomly. We had, I think we had U.S. championships like the week after. Wow. Um, so we were like gearing up for me. I was an elite gymnast at the time and I tore it like randomly on floor doing like one of my easiest passes, which was oh so weird, God. but I know it was so weird. But yeah, I was out for a very long time. Obviously I had to do rehab and all that stuff. In PT, I would go, I think maybe like three or four times a week, but I didn't fully get back to competing until like a year and a couple months later. So then I ended up um, stopping elite gymnastics and going back to JO and then trying to focus on going to college. So I guess in a way it like shifted what I wanted to do. And mm. I don't know if you guys know what like the difference between elite and JO is. Explain that. Cause I think like okay. we do, but yeah. like a lot of people don't. And there's like levels right. one through so, 10, correct? Yeah. So levels one through 10 is JO gymnastics. And normally like level 10s get recruited to go to school okay, and compete in college. And then elite is like the Olympic level track. Right. So like, right. So I was on that track and then I wow. tore my Achilles and like grew up a little bit. My body changed. Like I was in that phase. I was yeah. 14 growing up. So I decided to switch over to J.O. and just focus on college. But in a weird way, it was like one of the best things that has ever happened to me. Um, Like looking back on it now, obviously in the moment, it was so hard and just not fun. Like it sucked. Mm -hmm. But looking back, like I don't think I would be where I'm at if I didn't, you know, go through that when I was that young. So, yeah, right. We and you know, sorry, go, go ahead, ahead Brits. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, we know you're a believer and we're both believers. <laughs> and so is that exactly yeah, what I was gonna say. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it's like we are such advocates for like everything happens for a reason. And when you're 14, it probably felt like the end of the freaking world. And right. so just like being able to see the positive outlook in it, and you know, God speaks loudly when we're in our toughest times. So right. that's pretty neat. And I Brez can probably attest this at some point as well. Like when you're sitting on the sidelines and you're forced to take on a different role and you're forced to watch and to actually learn it kind of is more beneficial almost and maybe not realistically, but more beneficial than actually being on the floor. And so I tore my meniscus when I was in high school and I was probably 16 and I was out for six months and just having to sit there and watch and learn and give feedback that I probably would never give is really helpful. Right. I agree. I feel like those are like the moments where you grow the most, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Not feeling yeah. like you know, this is where I'm supposed to be, but like, you have to learn to like grow in those positions. So I agree with that. Right. Right. All right. Moving on. So you have a little sister, Casey, correct? I do. And she's a gymnast now. And I think it's really interesting. I have a brother, he's 14. And so it's really cool kind of watching them come into their own. How is her being a gymnast watching you help turn her career? Okay. Well, she actually stopped recently. She did. She did. (laughs) Which is like another uh, little way of her coming into her own. Yeah, but she actually started playing volleyball. Ah, love it. That's what we want to hear. Just, so cool. She literally just left our house with my parents to go to practice, but she's starting now. She's starting at like Premier or something in Dallas. So she's really excited. But yeah, she did gym for a while and she enjoyed it, but it just wasn't, you know, exactly what she wanted to do. So now she's trying volleyball. So we'll she's a little bit taller than you. 
we're about the same height right now. And she's like, <laughs> she's like 14. So she's yeah. going to be <laughs> I just, you know, I think like Z and Chance's relationship is so cool. They're obviously like, what's, you know, seven, seven years, years apart, apart. And so are you and Casey. And like, mm-hmm. I'm the oldest of four kids. And so, and my parents like banged us all out. Like we we're like all a couple years apart. So mm-hmm. it's cool just to see like, kind of like the, little bit larger age gap, but like how close I know just how close Z and Chance are. And like, from just like looking at you, like I can see how mm-hmm. close you are. And I don't know, having siblings, I think is like truly like one of the biggest blessings, especially younger siblings who right. look up to your every move. I just, I think it's like the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's keep going. Tell us about your college experience. We know you had your headset on a different school and then decided to end up at LSU. So talk us about LSU. Like, what do you love? What has been your favorite moment so far and kind of what, what makes it, what makes your heart set on fire? I love everything about LSU. It's definitely <laughs> hard for me to like pinpoint something, but I guess what initially like drew me in after I like decommitted and everything was like the culture of the team that was there at the time. Like I looked up to all of them. They were amazing. And then just how close they were to each other was really cool. And I wanted to be a part of that. And then also outside of like just LSU gym, LSU athletics is like super duper cool. The community and the fans are like super supportive and just love sports. So, I mean, I just wanted to be at a place that was, um, very supportive and, you know, continuing to grow in all sports, especially a sport like gym. So yeah, I love it. I've loved every minute of it. I got to campus as soon as possible. Like I said, I graduated (laughs) early. I know. Yeah. I graduated early. I got there and I've had a blast. I love competing. I can't like pick a favorite moment, but I guess like, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but away meets for us, like traveling with the team and like rooming with your teammates. Yeah, those are like the best memories. And like, I'm, I'm so excited that we're about to start that again in a couple yeah. weeks. But if I had to pick something, it'd be like a way means. That's such a great answer. I was, mm-hmm. I, that is a great answer. I was at a camp last night. Me and one of our other teams are hosting camp. And one of the girls was like, what is your favorite moment? And Rebo, of course, was like, well, the national championship. And so I couldn't say the same answer. And I was telling them like some of the best moments that I've had in college have been off the court, like trips mm-hmm. that we've taken camping or we've gone out on a weekend and gone see the art museum or something like that. And so what are your favorite things about school that's happened so far that have not been associated with gym? Um, I would say the way that we hang out, kind of like I was talking about earlier, the culture, we're all super duper close. And I know not every team has that luxury, but I do yeah. like can honestly say that like literally they're like my 19 best friends. Like I literally yeah. love them <laughs> so much and we do basically everything together. So I mean, kind of like the small stuff you were saying, like going to watch a movie or going to the mall, like just hanging out like on the weekends or off days. Like those are some fun moments that, you know, I love to do with my teammates. For sure. Yeah. Um, what was it like going to college when you were 17? Like, was that really difficult um, or was it, was it pretty, pretty easy to hop in? Um, it wasn't too bad. I tried, <laughs> like, I didn't really think about it that much, obviously. Um, I mean, obviously when people like ask you how old you are or, Like, I remember when we first got to school, we had to fill out a lot of paperwork and like do like just all the like random papers. And you can't sign it for yourself, right? (laughs) And I would have to have like my (laughs) trader sign it for me. So that made me feel like, okay, am I supposed to be here right now? But other than that, like, I didn't really think about it. We did have 
one of my teammates, she was like 23 at the time. She had like redshirted, I think twice or something. So it was like a really big age gap. But other than that, like I didn't (laughs) focus on it too, too much. Gosh. Um, You know, Kyle, something we haven't even talked about yet, which is ridiculous, Z, is you're a freaking freshman of the year, SEC That's freshman of crazy. the year. Oh, <laughs> the most dominating league in all of high, or college gymnastics. That's insane. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That is the coolest thing. And if you're, you know, we just can tell by how cool you are that you're humble and that you probably don't like go flaunt that. But <laughs> I probably, oh, probably shouldn't swear on this. Too. I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so that is an, obviously an amazing accomplishment, but that was during COVID too, wasn't it? Yeah. The season, season short. Like, yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. talk us through that. Like, obviously that probably was just like gut wrenching. I know you were a freshman, like obviously for those seniors, like it really sucks too, but talk us through like that season and how tough that was. And then just like being an athlete during COVID, you know, it was really hard. Like I was quarantined yeah. five times. Like I was in a hotel for five weeks of my yeah. fall semester and you know, Z had a few false negatives. Like everyone just like had this like really crazy experience, especially in college athletics. So Mm -hmm. talk us through that year, 2020, 2021, I guess, and what you kind of went through. Yeah. So 2020 was my freshman year and it was super duper fun. We started the season, like everything was so new. I was so excited Um, and it was going great. And then COVID hit, like, I think it was like the week of our senior night. So we had a meet that weekend or that Friday, some people's parents had already come up. And so we were told like practice maybe on like a Tuesday that like, we're going to have to go home (laughs) and we don't know when we're going to come back. So that was like just really confusing for everybody um, and really sad, but we were able to do a little like fake practice meet in the gym for our seniors. And like some of our parents were there. I know it was really, really sad, but, um, you know, that's how they had to end their careers. So it was just like, it was a weird time. Um, and then we went home for however long. I don't even remember. At I this felt point. like 10 years. I don't know. Yeah. No, it really <laughs> did. Like, I can't even remember. But I just remember going home and like being so sad because the year was going so well. We had postseason coming up and like not being able to experience that was really hard. And honestly, not really knowing why and like when we would be able to get back or when it would happen again. So it was definitely hard being home, but I was super excited to just get back to school. And when we got back to school, it was so fun. Like, I loved it. But like you said, we had so much going on, all the COVID tests, like multiple times a week, (laughs) multiple times a week, right before we traveled, when we got to places, like it was so much. I think I got COVID like the week before we started that season. It was so confusing. I didn't know if I was going to compete our team didn't end up competing because like half of our team had it. Like everything was so weird and like so chaotic, but I mean, we were just all grateful to be back and able to, you know, compete. And so it was a lot, but we got through it and, you know, still had as much fun as we could have. So. Yeah, for sure. Sure. And like looking back, I think like one of the worst parts about all that is like there was so many, so much different information that we didn't know what was true. It's like if you get this train, you're not going to be sick. If you get this, you're going to be really sick. If you right. test positive this day, you might get out this day. It was like we don't really know what's true and what's not. So that was <laughs> really horrible. Yeah, no, it was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. All right, switching gears a little bit. So volleyball, and as recently it's kind of changed. It's kind of become more diverse. It's like a predominantly white sports dominated by a lot of white girls. Uh, but recently it's a lot of black girls are, and of all ethnicities are starting to come out a little bit more, but 
you play a sport that is also predominantly white. How do yeah. you take that and kind of try to inspire girls that look like you and younger girls in that position? Um, I would say just kind of like you're saying, there's a good amount of black gymnasts in college um, nowadays compared to the past, at least. So it's growing and more gymnasts that look like me are competing at like these high levels at these amazing schools, which is inspiring for me. So like even looking at people who are maybe even younger than me, like being at a school, you know, just doing the thing is inspiring for me. And I just try to show other little girls that look like me that, you know, you can do it. And like, I feel like representation is such a big deal. Like it matters so much. And it's so cool to see people doing what you want to do that look like you. So I just try and I don't know, set the best example that I can. I know I don't know like every young little black gymnast, but I just try and be a good example so that they, you know, can see that, you know, they can do it too in the future. Absolutely. Amen. And you guys are, and that's the thing that's like so cool is I'll go on Z's phone. I love going on Z's phone. She gets mad at me about it, but like (laughs) she has all these DMs from all these little girls. I'm like, this is so cool. And yeah, we make fun of Z for not responding to messages very quickly, but she does respond to them. So girls notice. And it's like, it's really, it's really cool how the landscape's changing for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even to like more an extent than we even can tell at that camp I was at yesterday, there's so many little girls that like shaking, wanting to meet you. And you're like, I'm a regular person. Like, why are these girls shaking? Mm -hmm. But the impact we have on these people is insane. So. Right. No, I agree. And then like, we had our little gym 101 meet. Um, I don't know if you guys saw like some videos of it, but we had our autograph session afterward. And I was like, I don't know if it was like nostalgia or something hit me. And I was like, I remember like being in yes, the yes, she yeah. was like super excited and it just brought me back for a sec and it like puts things into perspective that like like the smallest stuff that we do like influences them so it's really cool to think about no absolutely and also like social media too right I remember following like my whole Instagram feed used to just be like <laughs> college volleyball players right and like we're, the, we're those people now you know like that's right that's wild and so just obviously we're always like preach about being cognizant of like what's on our social media, but also just like being ourselves too. Right. Like we don't need to put mm-hmm. on the facade of like who we are, or what we do. It's just like, those are, those girls are look, stalking our Instagrams probably right. pretty often. <laughs> right. <laughs> no doubt. Um, so Kaya, you kind of mentioned it earlier, but so you said you want to stay in sports. So, um, Z can talk about this too, what kind of what she wants to do, but Talk to us about that. Like, what's, what are your dreams? What are your aspirations? So I'm not really set for sure on exactly what I want to do yet, but I think right out of school, I want to try and volunteer coach somewhere cool. and see if I like the coaching atmosphere, gymnastics, like being on the other side of the sport because I love it so much. And I feel like I have like a little bit of knowledge to give. So mm-hmm. I want to try that bit. out. I have a quick <laughs> question know. for you on that. <laughs> So like coaching, what does coaching look like in gymnastics roles? Like coaches aren't calling plays or that kind of thing. So what does that look like? Right. Honestly, it just depends because so two of my coaches right now are women who competed in college. Actually, one of them went to the Olympics also, but they, you know, have the experience under their belt. Like they know exactly what we go through. They've done it before. And so I would say one side of it is that and like being able to relate to the athletes in a way. Um, Cause I take like everything that they say to heart because they've, they've literally done exactly what I'm trying to do. And like both been on winning teams, which is something that I've not done yet. So like, I 
really like use their experience and they're like um what they tell me and take it to heart and then I would say the other side of it is just I don't know I, I feel like it's who you know like I have two male coaches on my staff they never did gym I think one was like a basketball player um that's crazy. but he, he just got into the sport um right out of school and coached at like club gyms was like a really good spotter and like worked his way up so I feel like it goes both ways like Wow. You don't have to do the sport, but like if you do, like that's also really good because you have experience. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna try it anyway, and hopefully it works out. Yeah. So then, awesome. ideally, you'd go like volunteer, and then a lot of like athletes go and be a GA. Is that something you'd maybe be interested in mm-hmm. as well? Yeah. Yeah. So I have another year of school, another year of grad school. So I don't know if I'm gonna take like my fifth year for gymnastics right. or if I'm gonna do like the GA so I can like learn a little bit before I gotcha. uh, I leave. So I have to see yeah. about that. I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. That's really tough. Mm-hmm. So we talk a lot about giving back and kind of giving back to our community. And we saw that you did a foundation to raise money for brain aneurysm research. Talk a little mm-hmm. bit about that and what kind of drove you to do that. Um, so I got a DM from this woman who, and I've seen this before um, like in the years prior, but this woman who was just trying to spread awareness about brain aneurysms and that gymnast, um, she was a college gymnast at one point and like, it just happened out of nowhere, wow. um, which was, I know, which was really, really sad. And I remember talking to my teammates and we're like, just put into perspective, like how short life was, like, you know what I mean? Like those yeah. random Absolutely. moments that like make you realize and like, just think about stuff like that. And so I don't know, in that moment, I just wanted to do anything that I could to help. And, you know, with the big following that we have, I felt like it was necessary to put that out there for, you know, a lot of people to see. Right. Wow. Yeah. There's like a, you know, a, a kind of a weird balance for us of, we have these like really cool platforms that we can do those things. Mm-hmm. And it's also like, we're just like asked of a lot too. And like, those are the things that are important and that we want right. to share. And it's just like more doing more and more of those things and kind of putting our mouth where our heart is, is, is the part that matters, but it's not always Mm -hmm. easy either. So talk to us about NIL a little bit. Like, obviously that's, you know, why we're doing this podcast is because NIL is a thing and it's like, it's there, it's growing. Like it's so Mm -hmm. active and Z is like one of the best volleyball players in the nation right now. And so he hates when I say that, but like (laughs) she is, and you're one of the best gymnasts in the nation. And so like people like you guys and people like me, like we have a really cool opportunity. So how do you see in the gymnastics space? Like right now, where is, where is it going to go? You know, where, where's their potential for growth? You know, where, where have you seen it grow in your own life? Like things like that. Mm -hmm. It's been really fun. Um, Obviously at the beginning, I feel like it was a little weird just because like all the rules kept changing. I know at LSU, like it was like different each week at the beginning. So it was a little confusing and a little intimidating at the beginning, I feel like for me personally, but it's been really fun to just like connect with different brands and things that, you know, I personally use and enjoy and just like building those relationships that, you know, you couldn't do in the past. So I've enjoyed it a lot. I feel like a lot of people in the gymnastics world have enjoyed it as well yeah. and done some really cool things. One of my teammates. You and some of your teammates, right? <laughs> yeah. I was just supposed to say that. She is She's doing it. Like she's yeah. doing all it. She's in doing like, it. Yes. And doing it well. She's yeah. sure. capitalizing on it so much. And like, it's just really cool to see. Cause you know, previously 
And I don't know about volleyball, for, but for gymnastics, we don't really do anything after school. Like right. it's just college is like the main thing. So it's just cool to see that we can start to, you know, capitalize on how well we've done or how far we've gotten, right. even though we don't have like a pro afterward. Right. So I've enjoyed it. I think it's been fun. That's awesome. Yeah. We were, Z and I were talking about Libby and like I have influencers that I just like adore that I follow. Mm-hmm. And they have like these whole teams, like, you know, creative teams, marketing teams, accountants. Like I'm sure like Libby has to have those people because she, you know, she has such a following that I'm like, right. I, I don't know how she does that. And then like film treatment, like all like the everyday right. stuff too. Right. I know people just see her like either competing or like doing her TikToks or her Instagram and stuff, but like the like how often she has to post, like how on she is about it. She has people like texting her, want to do all this stuff. And I'm like, I Gosh, don't think that I could do it all. I don't think like, I could do it. Yeah. That I could handle all of that. So we saw know. her on an ad in, in Lulu or Vori oh, somewhere. Vori, yeah. Vori, yeah. yeah. On TV. Like in a store. I, she literally comes up on my TV sometimes. I send her a video. I'm like, oh, hey, girl. Hey. It's so cool. At at practice, like. Oh, also, like, so good for LSU gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you all have. And I feel like for the sport as a whole. Like, I feel like. For sure. College gym is big to a certain extent. And I feel like, you know, she's definitely helping put, like, college gymnastics up there. Along with other people. But, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You guys are easy to love, like gymnasts. I don't know. Z, yes. our, our gymnasts, like we just like adore them. And so, you know, it's just, I think it's just a culture of good people, you know? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I, I've always said, and I, I'm not just saying this because you're on here. I think gymnasts are the most athletic people on our campus. Football, basketball, Yay. like soccer, tennis, baseball side. You guys get it done like at all levels. So it's impressive. Thank you. And your bodies are, and your bodies are like rocked for that. So yeah. Yeah. You guys and they hurt a lot. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay. Do you want to ask our fun final question? All right. We just want to know, Kaya, what is your best piece of advice for anyone listening? Ooh. I would say whatever you're going to do, go for it like a hundred percent. Because I feel like for me personally, I don't think I was as confident in myself. Like when I was younger and I doubted myself a lot, like in the gym, out of the gym. And it's taken me a while to get to this point. But like, I feel like if you give everything you have, like you'll be successful. And I feel like I've seen that in my own life in a couple different ways. So I would just say if you're going to do it, if you're going to go for something, just do it with everything you have. And you won't regret it because you you tried your best. So that would be my my advice. Love Amen. It. Amen to that. Sadie Robertson, <laughs> Sadie Robertson, like has one of my favorite podcasts and Z and I listen to it all the time. And she always ends with that. And we were like, that is just so good. Like, I feel like that's just valuable for anyone listening to any mm-hmm. podcast. So yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's great. Yeah. Thank you Thank so much. You guys. Kaya. That was great. This Thank is awesome. You guys. This was fun. I enjoyed we it love a the lot. rest of the season. Kick butt. Thank we'll you. Yes, we will be watching. I've already, I've seen all of your uh, practice meets already on your story. I'm, I'm all over it. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. When I'm you guys, make you guys proud. You guys come to Kentucky or no? Yeah. Wait, yeah. Hey. When? It's our second meet, I think. Our first meet is the sixth, and then we'll be there that next Friday, I think. And it's like the big one. It's like the Excite Night. Like, oh, I'll be there. I think so. I think. 
I could be wow. wrong, but I think it's the Excite Night. Oh my gosh, Excite Night is so cool. It's so I, fun. Like, yeah. we're, we're just like so jealous of them that they get to do that at Row. <laughs> it's neat. It's good for the sport. Again, it's really right. good for the sport. So right. I won't be there. I'll be in negative 50 degrees, Wisconsin, but Z oh, I'll no. be there. Okay, we gotta take a picture. We gotta I gotta wear a Kentucky shirt, but, Send it to but I will be secretly <laughs> secretly cheering for you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Kaya. Good luck this Thank season. Thank you so much, Kaya. Thank you it. guys. See you See later. Bye. Bye.